check out our friends at Linguistity Gifts. Linguistity Gifts is a metaphysical store offering natural gemstone bead bracelets, signature and zodiac, designed and made in the United States, as well as raw and polished stones, crystal balls, pendulums, tarot cards, natural crystal points, wands, and so much more. Their beautiful signature design bracelets can aid with creativity, balance, focus, and well-being. They can even customize the bracelets for you. Just send them an email to find out pricing and availability. Visit their website using the link in the description or visit linguistitygifts.com and use coupon code FKN to get 10% off your first order over $20. And right now they are offering $5 off the purchase of two or more bracelets. Linguistitygifts.com Welcome back to Forbidden Knowledge News. I'm your host, Chris Matthew. Tonight, my guest is Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Before I bring her on, I want to tell you about how you can protect yourself from harmful EMF radiation. With EMF Harmonized, they offer protection from harmful electromagnetic frequencies for your phone, computer, or tablet, and your routers. I have one on my computer, routers, cell phones. It's a little disc. It goes directly on your devices. I've already noticed a difference. I'm not feeling as groggy. I sleep better at night. Uh, I have more energy during the day after I've spent hours in front of my computer or near my phone. Uh, you can also get their awesome EMF protection bracelets. They offer the same protection as the strips. The products were created by a mechanical engineer with three decades of experience in EMFs and at telecommunication. Just use the link below to check out EMF Harmonized and protect yourself today. Also, please subscribe to Forbidden Knowledge News on LBRY.com. It's our official backup channel. We never know how long we have here on YouTube. Uh, we also have a brand new show called Beyond Classified. Be sure to check that out. It's exclusively on Rockfin. Rockfin, of course, is an amazing new uncensored platform for free-thinking content creators, independent media. Uh, we're always available on all your podcast platforms. And finally, get your tickets to Forbidden Knowledge NewsCon 2021. It's April 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. Twelve amazing presenters. Just visit ForbiddenKnowledge.News to check out the lineup and get your tickets reserved today. Tonight, I want to welcome Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. She is an internationally renowned naturopathic doctor, energy healer, remote viewer, paranormal expert, and consciousness teacher. Her extensive client list includes some of the world's most talented healers, and for the past 25 years, she has worked on thousands of people around the world. She was born with the ability to remote view, see people's auras, and is highly intuitive. While still in college, she helped police on many occasions. Finding she had a natural affinity with herbs, she worked as a herbalist and went on to create and distribute her own line of herbal organic products internationally. Her latest groundbreaking program, Frequency Master, teaches how to master frequencies in your own life and trains other healers to use their unique and successful methods. Dr. Kimberly, welcome. How are you tonight? I am wonderful, and it's my privilege and pleasure to be here with your audience. Yes, welcome. I've been looking forward to it. You know, right now, um, alternative health and healing, I believe, is really extremely important, especially because our modern 
medical mafia and big pharma doesn't have our health and well-being in mind, of course. Um, I want to talk about that tonight, discuss not only your research with alternative health combined with healing energy fields, but how you used your psychic abilities to help people. And you've also had some extraordinary paranormal experiences that I'd love to hear about. Uh, I think a good place to start, though, is that you've had these abilities from a very young age. Is that right? That's right. As a matter of fact, um, I wish I didn't have these abilities, as a lot of people I'm sure have shared with you, and you probably know yourself. But uh, yeah, so I first discovered I, well, I didn't know I was weird. So I thought I was normal, but I first discovered I had, I guess we call them abilities. From the perspective of a two or three-year-old child, it's nothing uh, to write home about. Like, you don't want them. But um I lived outside Chicago at the time and I would lay in bed, you know, two, three years old. And obviously there's a lot of sirens, there's police sirens, there's fire sirens, there's uh, ambulances, you know, kind of on and off all night, almost every night, not constant, but a lot. And I didn't know what this meant, but when I would hear any siren, I would see a picture and the picture might be a car in a ditch. The picture might be a man hanging from the ceiling. It might be someone, you know, beaten up and bleeding or, or being taken to the hospital. And it took a while, but I finally, when I got older, I put together that I believe that was like some weird kind of instantaneous remote viewing where that siren would take me to the scene. Of course, there's no way to prove it. I was only two or three. I couldn't be like, hey, could you send me a list of the calls? But that's right. my theory <laughs> you know, now that I'm older anyway. So it kind of started like that. And then I'll just throw a nap time. So as I grew older, four or five, I had some very interesting nap time. There wasn't really much napping going on because as soon as I would lay down in the bed and look at the ceiling, the ceiling would open up and I would see black and I would kind of go into the black and then there would be gates and doors and planets and beans. And some of the beans would sometimes come through the ceiling and hang out in the room. So yeah, I was not really a, a normal, you know, 3D child, but I was probably a pretty normal uh, gifted or, or unrepressed child. The vaccines didn't get me. I mean, I certainly came in through the dark door, born in an army hospital, you know, father in the military, uh, all the vaccines, religious parents, like I had everything stacked against me. So I found in talking to people, I don't know about you, I'd be interested in your opinion on this as well. But again, one of my theories is I think the older the soul, the harder it is to kind of repress that memory and repress the power of who you are. And so when I was a baby, I had full adult function. I mean, I was the same person I am now. There was no difference, if that makes sense. So I have, I came in with like, absolute full knowledge that I was an adult though I didn't know how I got in a freaking baby body <laughs> but but I but I was the same person I am now as a baby and I remember you know so that's kind of weird too that that is very fascinating and you know from the time you know you were very young till you were I guess you started working with some of your abilities did you have any other paranormal experiences that's a great question. I mean, I knew I could see auras when, um, again, I was about five or six and you know, your parents like little, little Kim, what's your favorite color? And I'm like, heck, I don't know. I can barely handle being here. Like who cares what my favorite, favorite color is. <laughs> and so I just made one up. I looked at my mom and she had yellow around her. So I said, well, my favorite color is yellow. And she's like, any other favorite colors? And I looked a little closer and she had some orange and I said, orange. Well, yeah. Then my bedroom was done in yellow and orange. And that I, I don't even think that was my favorite color, but that's how I kind of 
realized like people carried colors, but because I was in such a normal, like it was such a seventies, normal, you know, American family, like cookie cutter very quickly about six, seven, when I went to school, well, I did have another weird incident. So because I'm like this crazy adult, like in this like little body, I, I had a lot of anger as a child. And uh, one of the incidents I remember is I punched out a little boy when I was in preschool. So that was kind of weird, not paranormal, but kind of strange, like knocked him out. So that's kind of weird. And it, actually I don't have that wow. anger anymore, but it took me until I was like 43. Um, but as far as paranormal experiences, and, I, and I'm still like this today, it's not really paranormal to me, it's normal, but I learned not to talk about it. And I, as I stopped talking about it, and as I stopped like affirming it to myself, I kind of lost a lot of my abilities, I thought, to uh, remote view and to see spirits. I, I didn't, I mean, my whole life wasn't the ceiling opening up. It really ended when I went to school. And then I started feeling insane because I'm like, these people, like, what? I just couldn't, like, again, you have to realize I'm a full adult mind sitting in kindergarten, sitting in first grade, sitting in second grade. And as a matter of fact, in second grade, I wrote an entire play, got the whole class involved. I wrote music and they let me perform it. Like I was a little bit of a, little bit of a prodigy, but I really wasn't, you know. That's cool. So no paranormal experiences till I got to college, really. Okay. Well, tell us, uh, I guess, what happened, you know, once you got to college, what started happening? Well, then? as many of us, we decide when we go to college, uh, we'd moved to Columbus and I went back to Chicago for college. And as many of us decide when we leave home, uh, we, that's a good opportunity to either reinvent ourselves, become someone new or dare to expose who we really are and become more authentic. So because these people didn't know me, they would come to me and say, do you think my boyfriend's cheating on me? And I not only could think whether they were cheating on me, I could open up their file, which is like a million movies. And I could just search through, watch the movies and be like, I know he's cheating on me. I'll tell you what she looks like. I'll tell you where she lives. I'll tell you what kind of car he drives. And if I look really close, I might be able to see the license plate. So in college, where before I felt crazy my whole life and like the black sheep and on the outside, now I was like the cool kid. Like, oh, ask him, ask him, ask him, you know? And so everybody came to me. Eventually it got so far out in the community and um, the a lot of the police departments around the Chicago area were starting occult units at the time. It was kind of a new thing. Um, I didn't work for them, but I was consulted on a couple of cases. One of the cases they brought me in on uh, was a, how do I use the politically correct terminology, uh, a mentally challenged adult home. I think that's the politically correct terminology. Sounds good enough for me. And, uh, okay. And they were having problems because they hadn't been having any problems, but a lot of the patients all of a sudden were falling on the ground and going into these wild seizures. And they'd had medical doctors in and they're saying, no, there's fine. Other than the electrical activity, there's nothing wrong with these people. And it was different people. And so what somebody called me in and said, just have this girl over. Maybe she can see what's going on. Well, as soon as I walked in the place, it was like heavy darkness. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, someone in here is like doing some serious, like 
dark worship spell casting stuff. And one of the gentlemen actually went into a, a seizure in front of me when I was there. I tend to have that effect on people. And he said, he started saying, father, don't hurt me. And he was looking up at the ceiling and I looked up and there was like demonic faces all over the ceiling. And I had no idea. Well, you know how, when you're 20, you think, you know, it all, well, I didn't know anything. I didn't know what I was doing. So I like kind of went through what we would call, now we call them deliverances. But back then we were still using our lovely term exorcism. So I kind of stumbled through a house, what well, wasn't a house, but a commercial building clearing and an exorcism. And then it was kind of cool and kind of not cool because I knew there was something that would lead us to the person that was doing this, that was kind of stirring all this up. So I went and we searched all the staff lockers because we were with law enforcement and we found a whole bunch of spell books in the satanic Bible. And anyway, long story short, we cleaned it up. The staff member went away and all that junk stopped. Wow, that's interesting. Very interesting. I want to talk to you about your your um, research into cryptozoology. Um, especially now, I've recently moved out to Colorado. We go out to the mountains a lot. We're in the wilderness a lot more. Yeah, and it's uh, you know it's 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 very intriguing the um, the whole Bigfoot phenomenon, cryptozoology. Um, I'd like to get your take on what got you started. You know, first, what got you started working on that? You know, it's really funny, but because of my remote viewing, I advised on it. Like people would call me up and they would say, "Are there any Sasquatch or Dogman or whatever on my property?" So I'd look, and I could pick up their frequency signature. So I would say yes, and I would see them remote viewing see them but in my own personal life me my eyesight my pictures I wasn't having that personal connection at the time so for about five years I was this really weird like not having my own personal experiences but definitely could see them you know all over the place and actually um Wayne Wilson is a friend of mine and I was watching a bunch of YouTube videos, you know, you type in Bigfoot, you type in Sasquatch, you type in Dogman. And I, this guy happened to live about 30 minutes away from me in North Carolina. And I started watching his videos and I'm like, this guy is crazy. He's like, look at these babies and look at this mama. And I'm like, no way. Like these are in this guy's backyard. And I look though, and I could see them and they match. Like what I was seeing with my eyes was matching what he was saying. And everybody was saying he was crazy. I'm like, he's not crazy. He's a brilliant. So I said, you know, type on the computer. Hey, Wayne, could I please, 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 please come over to your, you know, habitation site and see, you know, what I can see. And so as I drove up, we saw um, he and I both saw they were like swinging on the trees. Like it's crazy. Like they were just saturated all in that one spot. And um, yeah, so I got a lot of video that day and he and I became friends and and now we go do ghost hunting and stuff together. But um, then I started looking. So, you know, this is so important, I think, for all of us to remember, even those of us that are like saturated in this. But sometimes we don't see because we don't look. I never looked. I never looked in my own backyard. Right. And so I'm going to tell you the strangest thing. The first place in North Carolina, in the town of Winston-Salem, that I started seeing, um, I call them interdimensionals because there's not just Sasquatch, was behind the Hardys by a river all over the place. Oh, they're hanging out all over the riverbanks. And I started getting pictures. So, you know, and I started driving out and I started observing, I started gifting um, and leaving them different crystals and rocks and um, some food, but I assume they were there because they had, you know, but this is like major drag in Winston-Salem, lights everywhere, houses everywhere, cars everywhere, you know, and there is that little pocket of woods, but still I was like, wow, where else can I see these? 
And so guess what I did? Went so, home to my backyard. Yeah, and they ahead. were there too. They oh, were there wow. too. And I bet you a million dollars. If I came over to your, where you live right now, I could show you here, 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 tall, big, small, you know, they're everywhere. They really are. They're everywhere. So what are they? You said they're, they're more of interdimensional. So well, are they, I mean, can they manifest into physical, you know, what, what exactly do you consider these beings like Bigfoot or other cryptids? Well, first of all, I believe that all dimensions, and we could discuss all night or debate with people much smarter than I am, how many dimensions there are, I'm sure. But all dimensions, I believe, lay over top of each other. So for, they're all stacked. So the only difference in access is starting with a lower frequency, a denser frequency to a higher frequency is your frequency. So as you slide up and down the scale, the little dogs rule. So when the big dog gets up, they say, no, we didn't give you permission to get up. And they go, Sorry. I, I'm no, that's that. okay. Do you want me to start over that? Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, you, you can uh, start your thought over on what you were saying there. Okay. So, um, so I believe all dimensions are stacked, you know, on top of each other and the how you access the different dimensions, whether you're a Sasquatch or whether you're us or whatever being you are, wherever you're from, is the denser you are, you have access to the lower dimension. So some beings only have access to the first and second and third dimension. But as your frequency rises, you can see and interact with and they can come down into the lower dimensions. So I don't know how many dimensions, like I said, there are, but these creatures seem to be have more abilities than we do, more, they have the ability to communicate with telepathy, they seem to, they seem to have the ability to, uh, a lot of people are like, oh, it's so mysterious, why is there only one Sasquatch footprint? Well, if you're stepping from another dimension into our dimension, you're gonna see that one footprint or you're gonna see it going the other way as you're leaving. And so a lot of it, to me, really makes sense. And there's such a huge variety, we forget about the Fae in Western North Carolina, um, where my daughter went to college, they have tunnels that are this high with the little people uh, under her school that they closed off because they don't want the students to know. And there's all sorts of archaeology and little houses and stuff, massive amounts of tunnels, you know, under really, you know, where was this, you said? Western North Carolina. Wow. And so there's these legends, which you probably know. Anytime there's a legend, I'm like, that's a done deal for me. I, I mean, if there's a legend, there's a creature. And if, if it's still living, it can usually be seen or found. Um, do I believe there are purely physical dogmen, Sasquatch? Yes, I usually believe they have to do with the military and all the underground bases and that they were created as I believe we were created. And do they necessarily have those interdimensional abilities? Not necessarily, because just like us, I believe some of their DNA is turned on or turned off. So there's different strains, there's different types, there's different varieties. So when we have all these arguments, you know, Sasquatch is this dog, no, it doesn't. Yes, it does, it's physical, it's non-physical. I think everybody could be right. We all have our own experiences. You know, not everyone, you know, can has the same abilities or has had the same encounters or lives in the same places. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting take on it. Um, it, it it is a uh, very interesting subject because you know, like you said, they there's the interdimensional aspect to where the footprint disappears. You know, you can never really catch them on camera, but you were saying that you can see them now. Are they, do they look like hairy hominid beings when you see them? Uh, we'll start with Bigfoot and then I'd like to talk oh, about okay. fairies too. I love, love that question. 
show. Have I seen one of my best sightings was at Walmart in Winston-Salem. You know, they dig those lakes because all the underground base tunnels connect to Walmarts. And yes. if you're in any city of underground tunnels, which I know, you know, but um, I saw my best sighting. I saw one typical nine foot full standing there, turned around and walked around the corner. And, you know, that kind of stuff happens so fast. Everyone's like, why didn't you get a picture? Like when you're sitting in the Walmart parking lot, like waiting for something, like that's just not you're it, even for me, it, you, it's, you know, it happens. And so I think a lot of these encounters are that fleeting. However, again, um, I sent a picture of, I should, I can send it to you, but uh, I sent a picture of the new house I'm building and they just laid down a bunch of straw in front of the house. And I sent it to my oldest daughter who actually sees a hundred percent of the time, like ghost whisper, she sees human discarnates like that, not necessarily cryptos, which is interesting. Again, different frequency, I believe. Right. So she has the ability to see, you know, human discarnates, but not so much the cryptos, but she can still see them. And I said, how many cryptos are in this picture? And she said, well, I see a little one by the log. I'm like, no, there's like 30. And you can actually see where they piled up the straw and buried in under it. And you can see their little ears and you can see their little eyes. And they're like this big. And there's some that are like this big. There's some that are like this big. And when you blow it up, you can see all their little features. And a lot of times the mothers will hold out their babies for me to see. They will, I have pictures of them holding their babies, just like a human mother would say, oh, look, isn't she or he cute? You know, they'll hold out their babies when you have this relationship, you know, when they live on your land or you have this relationship with them. And so, yes, they're big and furry, they're little and furry, but everybody calls no matter like they would call something this big, they will call this a Sasquatch. I don't think that's a Sasquatch. I think it's a different type. Do I know what it is? No, I don't know everything. <laughs> but um, I some just sort of think possibly fairy being. No, because the fairies are very much like um, the legends and the pictures. They're a, I have a picture of a fairy I could send you that's in my backyard with the wings and the you know the whole thing you know in flight. I find fairies very. I don't. I wouldn't call a little hairy creature fairy, but some people do. I know I've heard that theory, but um, I think it's the the Ved the Vedics. I think uh, in in the Indians, I think they say there's like thousands and thousands of interdimensional beings in their scriptures and in their history books. So, um, so you said the fairies look like traditional fairies, like with wings and kind of like a little yeah, they look like i mean the ones that now not all of them and i think these are the what i would call little people i have seen um small beings without wings that i guess are little people again i don't know i only know what i see i i don't know the back end i don't i haven't had conversations <laughs> yet i hope to do some more research and maybe talk to some people that might know but I just think there's so many, we're all having our own experiences and it's hard to find someone that's having the same experience or to even have a coherent, you know, conversation and, and figure anything out. Cause you know, they're like, they like blue and somebody's like, they like green and you know, on and in. I know some people have gotten supposedly, I don't know if it's a hoax or not. I always say, you don't know if it's true unless you're there or unless you would trust that person with your life. So do I think some of the Sasquatch you can put out a big, had in a marker and they'll communicate yeah probably but i haven't tested that yet so again we're all having this huge range of experiences some people may be making them up but i know that i'm not you know you don't know that i'm not but i know that i'm not if that makes right sense. yeah now so these beings just basically exist on different waves of frequency would you say 
I believe so. But, and I haven't put this to a test with like a complete stranger, only with friends that are kind of already immersed in my world or clients that are already immersed in my world. We've done some field trips, but I believe I could see, teach anyone, at least through the camera, how to identify and see and get the same pictures that I do. I also think a huge, and I'm gonna be writing a book about this, but a huge missing element of this whole cryptozoology subject we're talking about is relationship. You have to build a relationship. They have to trust you. As you build relationship, you will get a wider spectrum, not just because your psychic abilities, but because your heart connection, because your frequency is pure, because you're curious, they're curious. Uh, once they know they can trust you and you aren't going to destroy their habitat. Um, definitely, I have found the interdimensionals or Sasquatch near my property. We had to knock down trees to build a house and they had a huge blind for hunting deer and they had a huge teepee. And um, I said, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to destroy this. But I'll tell you what, you can build whatever you want, again, as close to my house as you want. And they built two, they're in the process of building two teepees right outside my office window. Wow, <laughs> like that is, I told them they could, that's very know? fascinating. What can we do to fight back against big pharma and the compromised medical industry? We can become healthy and break free from the perpetual cycle of being poisoned by criminal organizations like most pharmaceutical companies. Come check out what may be the most powerful antioxidant known to man, C60 Purple Power. The benefits of C60 have been personally outstanding. I use it every day and I feel incredible. I have tons of energy, I sleep great, and I haven't even come down with a cold since I started using C60 over two years ago. You can even get C60 for your pets. Do your own research, click the link in the description, and check out their website. If you order from that link or use coupon code KNOWLEDGE10, you get 10% off your order plus free shipping. What is your health worth to you? Now you always you also had um, intelligent ac uh, interaction with orbs in your garage. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about that? Oh, every night. Again, every night. like if you would come over right now, and uh, I find that when you go out there, they kind of get stirred up. So I'd bring you into my garage. We'd stand there a minute and chit chat, and I'd say, "Okay, bye, guys," and we'd come in. And they are extremely intelligent. Um, they will come in strong. I can call them in. Like if I was feeling sad or lonely, they will come in, which I feel like for assistance. And um, sometimes it's like hundreds of thousands, not just a few. And they like the car. They like the car a lot. Some are self-illuminating. Some are more the see-through big ones. They're all different sizes. Um, yeah, it's real interesting. So what do you think the orbs are? I mean, if they are some sort of intelligence? I, I feel when you blow them up, a lot of times, and I know you've seen tons of orb pictures, but when you blow them up, a lot of times you can see faces. And a lot of people would automatically assume, we make a lot of assumptions, human discarnates. Well, how do we know that? How do we know that's a human? You know, uh, I don't think we know. I don't think every orb is the same being or same species, but that's my theory, you know, it's my working theory. 
Yeah, fair enough. Very interesting. Um, now, I'd like to hear um, a little bit more about some of the um, investigations you did. That you uh, There was one in the notes you sent me, a house on 66 in Virginia, an investigation you yeah, did with actually, Stacey Brown. Um, yes, I don't know if you're familiar with Stacey Brown, but again, yes. Wayne Wilson, who introduced me to Bigfoot. Okay, oh, good. You know, oh, that's great. You know Stacey? Wow. I'm familiar, what a trip, yes. right? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. So we all went out there, uh, Stacey and his girlfriend and Wayne Wilson and, and a couple friends of mine. And um, so I had a lot of expectations. And again, I want I want to share. I've gone on so many paranormal investigations over the years. I haven't been on one in years. And so I had a lot of big expectations like we do when we go on these things. It was a Civil War battlefield. It was like a double murder house, all sorts of paranormal activity. And, um, and I will say when I walked in, the first thing I did feel a lot of presence. I looked up and I said, there's a man standing up there. Stacey's like, oh, darn, I should have got that on film. <laughs> you know, we missed it. But, uh, but what was real interesting was we walked around for about two hours, the Civil War battlefield. Nothing. Nothing. Have you been on paranormal investigations? Um, no, I have not. I really want, would That's love to go. Thing. That's not my well, thing. no, I, I'd love to go on one, but uh, I have. I just haven't had a chance yet. Yeah. Uh, they're really interesting. They, they kind of get vacillate between like, I mean, anything can happen or nothing can happen, but it was wrong. I just thought it was, I'm like, why is, and again, I think I'm always kind of comforted when nothing happens in a battlefield because I mean, I want to get out of here. I would assume they'd want to get out of here too. <laughs> so why are you wanting to hang around unless it's like a residual energy? And so then it was really interesting because I knew nothing. I hadn't looked it up. I knew nothing about this place. And we went to the house next door. And as I went to enter the house, um, I started feeling really sick to my stomach. Like I was going to vomit as a matter of fact. And if you know Stacy, he's going to film this. So they're filming me retching over the, <laughs> and I said, you are not going to film me throwing up. You can film me doing this, but if I throw up, you're not, you know, you're not putting that on camera. And, uh, and the reason I only feel like that when there's demonic presence. So a lot of people would say, well, that's the ghost, the murder, he's evil, but we held a seance that I led and there was nothing. There's no human discarnates there. However, there was a strong bigger than human evil kind of generic presence there. So that was, that was our big investigation. Not nothing too super conclusive. It was really cool though, because um, I was able to tell them basically what happened and how it happened and where it happened. Um, and I, I know history of it because, you know, as I got there, I kind of got the information from the house, not even remote viewing, but the house kind of gave me the information. So, and it's all on camera. Hopefully it'll be released sometime soon. We were filming for a, a, sh a movie called The Gift of Sight. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to uh, ask you about that uh, as well a little later, but now that you mentioned it, uh, tell us a little bit about that. Well, Stacey had this idea, like, you know, like, well, kind of the questions you asked me, he asked me in the movie. He's like, I don't understand. How, how do you have these abilities? How do they develop? How do you use them? How do they appear to you in real life? And then... Uh, so he's done interviews with us and then he takes us out in the field to kind of prove that we have, he takes us to weird places, you know, kind of blindly and, let, and lets us loose and films it to show, you know, how we interact with our environment, with our abilities. So it's really interesting. There's a road near me that we went on last year when we were filming and it has this legend that, you know, one of those places where they say the car battery stops and the cars stop 
and the guy hung himself and killed his girlfriend, all that, you know, kind of lore. And whether it's true or not, as soon as I stepped into that void or that place where they said that happens, I said, Stacy, this isn't haunted at all. This has nothing to do with the paranormal. This is a frequency thing. This is something that alters the electro, this is an electric magnetic like um, ley line, real powerful ley line uh, that alter, you know, that turns off. It's not like a ghost or a demon or a, it's not haunted at all. It was a electromagnetic. And then we, you know, the equipment actually showed that too. So it was real interesting because yeah, most people would, you know, they're looking for, I'm looking for the truth. I think that makes me different. I'm not looking to find what everybody else found, but if it's there and it's true, I'll certainly find it. But I want the truth. If there's nothing there, if this is all made up and all hype, well, I'll tell you. And if something else is there, I'll tell you that. Like, I'm, I'm just not interested in what everybody else believes. I'm like a truth seeker. That's, that's very good, though. Um, before we move too far away from kind of interdimensional entities, um, I'd like to talk about some of the more negative entities that not necessarily you've interacted with, but possibly you could have interacted with or helped people with. Um, you hear about attachments or even reptilians. Um, you know, what are your thoughts about these other more negative entities? Wow. I don't know where to start on that. So, um, I hadn't really, well, I'm sure I did. I didn't know how many reptilians were here until uh, my site came up and I started seeing more human discarnates and I started seeing, interacting with a lot of the interdimensionals. And then when I was filming interdimensionals, I started accidentally getting pictures of greys, holding probes and people superimposed. Do I necessarily think uh, their spirit or their core is reptilian or is Draco? No. Sometimes I think people are empty containers or soulless and uh, different beings walk and overlay with them. Um, so even like some of my neighbors, <laughs> I, I, they have Draco. I mean, they're walking across the street and they're Draco. Like, oh, I have a great story. I went to Boone with uh, for my daughter's anniversary and I'm typically accompanied, not in a flattering way, by three-letter agencies. So I have a Mason on my right and a FBI agent on my left. And um, I look across the street and I can send you this picture. And there's a college student uh, in a red, uh, red hoodie and he has his hoodie up and it's raining. And I did a double take because I knew there wouldn't be two or three people around me if they aren't trying to either stop me from seeing something or doing something. I knew there was something going on in this town. So I took a picture, oh my gosh hands, skin color, face, full on Draco in a red hoodie in the middle of the day. Like this is the stuff, like this is my life. But you know wow. what's cool about me? I don't just tell you like really cute stories. I, I've got the stuff to prove it. Yeah, that is but really cool. I don't release it. But you know, here people are like, why don't you release it in all the groups? Well, you know what happens when you do that. It gets stolen, it gets put out. And that's not my interest. My interest isn't improving anything to anyone. It's me. I want to know about the afterlife. I want to know, is this a prison planet? I want to know how to, you know, it's about, I know that sounds horrible. It's about me. I have nothing to prove though. And I think in some ways I stumble across this really amazing stuff because I'm not looking for it. It just like appears. But so we see a lot. When I say a lot, you guys, I mean, each week hundreds of course they don't like their picture taken we see a lot uh 
and you guys could probably get pictures too. A lot of them drive by my house. And if you take the pictures, you'll see them in the cars. Um, the grays hang out a lot. And I know you know this with the interdimensionals, the Sasquatch, the dogmen. So if you're really good at getting pictures and you start getting a lot of pictures of those, you're going to get pictures of um, the grays, especially if like I'm near an underground, I know where a number of the underground military base entrances are. And there's a lot of that. And I think they must kind of hang out around those or come out from there because I've never gotten the stuff like I've gotten in North Carolina until I moved near some of these underground military bases. Yeah, I'd love to see some of that stuff around here because we, we go out to the mountains a lot and, um, you know, haven't seen anything unusual yet. But I guarantee you, you're walking right by him. Uh, that, that would be amazing, I, you know. Invite me over. Um, uh, and what, this is the cool thing about sight, you guys. Now, when you're younger, I think it's easier to turn off. But as an adult, there's been times when I've wanted to turn it off. I think once you really get it on and things start flowing and your energy centers are on, I, I think it's really hard to turn off. So the cool thing is once you see, I think it only expands. It doesn't restrict. Well, let's talk about, you know, some of your abilities. We talked about you can see auras, you can see these entities. Um, what other kind of... Um, intuitive or uh, other abilities do you have? I used to, I don't anymore because it's very energy draining. I used to practice as a medical intuitive, but now we have, which I know we're going to talk about later, <laughs> but now we have this great technology, so I don't have to do this anymore. But, um, and I didn't even know what I was doing because I did it my whole life. Um, I would, mer I can merge with anybody from the inside out. So I can literally merge into you, which is going out of body basically go into you and, and in that moment, feel what you're feeling, think what you're, it's really frightening. <laughs> I shouldn't even be talking about this. And then if I want to see what's going on physically, I just make myself smaller. I start crawling around and looking around your body, looking at your liver, looking at the back of your eyes, looking at your brain. So I used, when I went on a bunch of shows and you can hear them guys like eight, nine, 10 years ago, I was still operating like that. But now I'm so thankful they've given us Thank you, overlords. They've given us, you know, I'm being sarcastic, but kind of serious. They've given us, you know, access to the technology that they've always had, obviously. And I'm so thankful because I don't have to exhaust myself merging with all kinds of, you know, some great people, some not so great people. And people don't really like it either. They don't really like you to know their secrets. So now I know their secrets, but it's not as invasive. You know, We can kind of do it from the outside in. I used to do it from the inside out. Um, what else? Oh, timelines. So I have the ability, the average person has five active timelines at all times. So I have the ability to see which timeline you're on, whether you're on kind of the middle optimal or least optimal. Sometimes I can move timelines. I can see if you're frozen on a timeline. I can see what's coming up. I can, um, well, this is a whole nother can of worms, which I'm sure people have gotten into. I'm not that familiar with your show, but I'm a little bit, um, but I've been told and I have some memories of being in Montauk. So obviously, Time, the ability to time travel, being trained at Langley, some of that stuff. I've both been told I have some memory. I uh, didn't necessarily associate it with that, but more memories coming back. Um, memories of being in SSP. I mean, um, I was just about to ask you if you had any possible involvement like with the SSP. Sci assassin type stuff. They use me to, but what they really use me for is not so much. Well, it's not a good thing, but not so much to kill things with my mind, but they use me because I have this ability to merge with any being anywhere, anytime, uh, even now I could do it. So 
but in the SSP, they use me when they explore new realms and new planets, kind of like Stargate. And so I don't have to talk to them or talk to them in my mind. I just merge with them. I know their strengths and weaknesses, and then they make me use that against them so they can conquer their planet. Not a good thing, but most of you guys know SSP isn't like rainbows and dancing ponies. So unfortunately, I have that ability and they misuse it. And also that's why sometimes I have to work hard with new groups of like Sasquatch and Dogmen because I am very, very, very old and I am very well known in the multiverse. So they know my good and my bad and my good lives and my bad life. So I have a lot of beings and groups and people that have chased me that is affecting my life here. And I'm still cleaning up a lot of karma. And then of course, we don't have 100% control. I don't believe those of us that are in my labs and SSP um so there's that whole there's just so much isn't there here there's so many layers yeah. yeah definitely definitely is um now before it gets too late i want to get to some of the healing aspects of, of what you do um now you can you consider beings to to be frequency basically right i consider everything to be frequency. everything yes. okay yeah. Yeah, talk and, a little bit, uh, you know, why is that important and, and, and how that sure, can work with healing. You, as an, the figurative you, which will in a few minutes become the real you, <laughs> but we're going to use you as an example. So um, if you can read frequency as a person with that ability, or if you have the technology to interpret frequency, there is nothing that can't be known. So that's what I ask my clients and students. If you can know anything you wanted to at any time about anyone, anywhere, any place, wouldn't you want to? Of course they say yes, but we can. Now the trick is the programming, but that's a whole nother story, but you'll, you'll get a little taste of that when I do UI, when I do your scan, you'll understand what I mean by backend programming. So like all technology, um, you know, you can give me a hammer and say build a house and I'm gonna be like, oh, that'll, that'll be cute. Or you can give a talented builder <laughs> a hammer and he'll build you you know, a beautiful mansion. It's the same thing with technology. We have this false assumption that you get a med bed, you jump in and everything's rainbow and ponies. I just wrote a little article about this kind of lamp plastic because they're like, we're getting the med beds, we're getting the med beds. Well, those of us in SSP have been drugged in med beds. We've been decapitated in med beds. We've been bound in med beds. We've been tortured in med beds. Med beds are not the savior of mankind. You can use any technology for good or for evil. And it's just like this technology. So the skill of the backend programmer is very important. In it. Well, imagine, I mean, I used to work for radiology in a hospital. If you have a doctor that like he flunked out of that in med school and he barely got in and he's reading your x-ray and you think you might have a brain tumor, there's just a difference in all of this in, you know, skill level. Okay. So we have this technology, but um, partly due to my background and my intuitive abilities, I've actually practiced, I'm very, very sciencey and I'm very, very woo-woo, like mashed together in the same body. <laughs> so I have this really hardcore clinical background of people actually coming, you know, and uh, in four different clinics in Columbus, Ohio, and having a huge clinical practice. So, you know, I've done the day in, day out client thing. Um, but long story short, so you, let's say you have diabetes. Well, it doesn't matter if you have diabetes, your dog have diabetes, or I have diabetes. It's going to be the exact same frequency. Here's the difference. What is your path to wellness? Will you go to a Western medicine or Eastern medicine practitioner? Eastern medicine is better because they look at the more subtle signs. But even if you go to an alternative doctor, they're going to be, here's my diabetic program. Here's the things I usually, you know, recommend, you know, to help you with your, you know, cinnamon. People are always saying cinnamon. Here's where what we do differs. We know exactly in exactly what order 
and what you need in all levels, mental, emotional, spiritual, metaphysical, and physical to get rid of your diabetes, including programming. So if you have any programming, like it's safe to be sick, we can also pick that up and that needs to be eliminated. So all, uh, you mentioned alternative practice practitioners, but alternative Western practitioners are still practicing like medical doctors. They're just selling you a bunch of stuff that they don't know that you need, that they don't know that you're going to get well, because the reason that you have diabetes, I have diabetes and your dog has diabetes, the three of us, completely different for each body, each soul, each being. And so the beauty of that though is I no longer have to be psychic. Of course you can't or shouldn't stop being you and you use all your skills when you do something. But now I use the technology and you tell me, I don't tell you, I don't crawl around your body. You tell me where your imbalances are. And then you tell me how to fix them. I'm just the voice and just the channel. I'm just repeating the silent information that's not silent to me because I have the knowledge and the tools, you know, and giving it back to you. And then that's so beautiful because in essence, it's so much more powerful when we heal ourselves. So I'm no longer having to distance, heal you, energy heal, remove this from your field, which we could, but um, <laughs> you have a few implants and stuff in you, but you know, we could do that. But again, it's, it's really given me back my energy because I could only see so many clients, but now I can work all day long, you know? Very interesting. Yes, it does. And now, you know, now that you mentioned uh, Aura Scan, let's talk about that. Uh, before I bring up the, the one you've done for me, tell us what is an Aura Scan and what kind of things can you, you find through it? Yeah, sure. So most of you guys have been to, not maybe all, but most of you have heard of Carlelian photography, been to the metaphysical fairs. A lot of you might have yeah. even had, you know, you're purple, you're red, you're orange, here's, you know, there's someone, you know. It's just really the sum total of every thought, every being, parasite, virus, bacteria, every emotion, balance and imbalance, everything good, all your memories, everything in your body is reflecting out at that moment. And that's key-ish at that moment in your aura. So the reason why you shouldn't go to a fair and spend 50, 75, 100, 200, whatever, for an aura scan is <clears throat> probably in three hours, if you go back, it's going to be different. So it's false to a point with one exception. So when I do what's called a first polar aura, like I've never gone into your field and used my technology and pulled you, it's going to give me a fairly accurate picture of the underlying essence of who you are, which I believe it does. Um, and then I use the aura to chart frequency because you can definitely, and we'll talk about it in yours, you can definitely see... Um, everybody knows what a bright color is versus a dull or darkened or muddy color. You can definitely see the range of health. Um, you can see things clear. Um, sometimes we have entities in the RS standing beside people. So we'll clear them and then you will see that leave. You will see um, maybe soul family assistance or outside matrix, uh, multi-dimensional assistance come in. Um, and you'll definitely see that. You'll see people that are controlled. We can see if you're controlled with programming. We can see if you're controlled with programming from AI or if you're controlled with programming from a person. We can tell if you're a clone or if you're sold or if you're a simulation or um, if you're like a player or if you're, I mean, we can see a lot. All right, I'm pulling up this uh, scan right now, the one yeah, right, that you've yeah. done for me. Now, you won't be able to see it on your end, but the audience will be able no, to see it here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I so, I yeah, I have it pulled up right here. So, 
What I see is I've got this kind of purple kind of line going through the midway of my chest and everything else is greenish yellow and then they have these little purple lines that, that I guess you drew on there. So tell us about what, what do you see here? Oh yeah, let me get to the one I drew on so we're like, coming, sure. so I was looking at the one I didn't draw on. All right, so first of all, um, I'm gonna talk about the purple. I know you know this, I know everybody knows this, but it's true of you. So you are extremely at the core. You're not just intuitive. You might, I don't know what you know about your own psychic abilities, but I know you're pretty darn gifted psychically, I would say. I wouldn't even use the word intuitive. I would say a powerful intuitive or a powerful psychic. Um, and I do not know you and I did not do really any research. I just pulled up your show. So I've never really looked at you and I don't know who you are. I know bad me. Okay, so interesting. I'm gonna make a comment though about the purple. You're not what we would call high frequency purple. High frequency purple would be like, you know, the spray paint that they spray when they do like the street artists, like, like jumping off like crazy, kind of like construction worker green, you know, where they wear the safety green. That's what we want to see. So I would say that, um, and there's also all this darkness clouding the whole thing, which we'll get to in interpretation, but I could, before it came up on you, I could tell. So I don't know if it's the house you're living in, who you're living with, no offense, <laughs> your pets, uh, your area, the land, but you have definitely been exposed to somewhere where you picked up a lot of entities, a lot of attachments, kind of a general thing that's kind of like lowering you a little bit um, down from where you would naturally be if you didn't have that going on. Interesting. Huh. Now, to the right. I'll just finish this, then you can respond to the right. Do you see how that green where I put the little mark, that line is a little brighter than the general doll green? That's more what we're going for when I say like construction worker green or like yes. safety green. Yes. That indicates that, which we know, obviously, you're going to say, good guess, Kim. But you're a great communicator. But also all that green, even though it's muddy, which I told you why it's muddy. And there's another reason I'll get to in a minute. But all that green, I would also guess like me, if we really started working together and working with your energy, that you're going to be what we call integrated. So you're going to start appearing when we pull a Gadara, you're going to be all purple. So as people think, oh, I'm really conscious and I'm really high dimensional when I have like eight high frequency colors and they're all like, oh, and that means I'm like all, but that's not true. We need to be, bring all of us at one time in full force to focus and then we bring all of us, and so we call that integration. But I will say something. You're amazing because you're super expanded. So I could tell, even if I didn't know you, even if I wasn't on this radio show and you came to me blind from France or something in the email, I would say, this is you are on the right path. You are seeking knowledge. You are seeking expansion, and you are achieving it. You are rising. You are continually growing. You know, even if you like stumble and fall, you are connecting. And more than likely, you also have the ability to go out of body and connect outside of 3D. So you're definitely someone that goes outside of 3D into the multiverse and explores. And that you also, I believe, whether you know it or not, or whether you're doing it or not, you'll have to tell me, I believe you have the ability, very similar abilities to me. Because if I blocked out your picture, I would almost say this would be, I usually don't have a lot of darkness but I don't always have high frequency either, but I pull a lot of R's like this with the purple and green. So um, very, very, very powerful being, very, very psychically gifted. They're on the left side and we kind of switch it around. So like 
you're, we're facing you and we're looking at it. There's some toxicity and things you need to clean up, probably in the physical body. I see. That's what interesting. We <laughs> yeah, that is really interesting. That is really cool. Now, when it comes to my abilities, um, I for the years, for most of my life, I didn't think I had anything. Nothing paranormal ever happened to me. But just last year, I had my first contact experience. Um, oh, I wow. had a communication with a um, interdimensional oh, being wow. through meditation, oh, wow. and um, things kind of opened up after that. So. Yes, okay. a little bit, a little bit more recently, definitely. Yeah, but you're on. I mean, that's really good that you're expanded and you're open and you're connecting. That's really obvious. So, I mean, great job on that. You know, I really can't. I really. Um, do you clear your home? Do you clear yourself in your home of No, I, I really haven't. No, no, I haven't done that. Highly recommend. If you want me to, I can send you a frequency track that you could play. Oh, and that'd I can be send great. You one of the things the house requests, because you know, house has personality. I love, I love talking about house clearing, but uh, houses really, really react well to the shofar. Are you familiar with the shofar? With you know the, what they do in, oh, in yes, 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 yes. Okay. I know what yeah. you're talking about. But that'll clear out of the lower level stuff. And then I can check you again. I could also, if you send me privately a picture of your house I can I can kind of tell where it's coming from like if you need to be more worried about you or if it's like being put on you from outside you know what I'm saying like is this yes. about you or is this about your environment and I, I can also differentiate the land from the house or from other people in the house including pets because some pets have our celestial beings and have spirits and some pets don't and the empty containers tend to pick up entities and human discarnates and energies and I didn't see any human discarnates in you but that's a great story. I'll tell you really quick. So my son-in-law yeah. one night and I, you know, my daughter can see, but she sees outside people, not inside people. And they're sitting there and um, my son-in-law starts holding every glass with two hands, like a sippy cup and drinking like this. And he did it for like three days. And she's like, okay, that's weird. And she just kind of stuck it in her mind. And then he started staying up till three in the morning, scrubbing the floor, doing laundry, I mean, like most men, come on, come on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, most right. Men, most men are into that. Most men are. I mean, he's like a video game, you know. Uh, he works for the highway department. I mean, he's a guy's guy. He's not really into cleaning and folding clothes. So she calls me up. She's like, Mom, can you look at John? I'm like, why? And she goes, he's acting really super weird. So I looked at him. I mean, we weren't in the same location. Remote viewed him. And I merged with him and with permission. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I said, you need to get these people out of him. He picked up a three-year-old which was the cup. And he picked up a 40 year old woman, which wow. was the organized and the, and they were just hanging out because he doesn't protect himself. I mean, poor guy, like he married into our family, like all you can say is poor guy. So he's like cool with it, but he doesn't like actively, you know, do like the things that we do. So anyway, we had to pull all that stuff. He came over and I actually pulled him out of him and the, and the kid went easily, but um, the woman, Want, kind of wanted to hang out she was kind of having a good time you know organizing their house so she was a little more resistant and took a little more um but anyway so yeah but you didn't have any human discarnates oh that's that's a good thing definitely <laughs> I, i'm glad i don't have any human discarnates hanging around in me no, but that's i am always... a little worried like you did have a lot of entities and a lot of um again dark forces you see that cast of it's just like a gray cast and that gray cast over an aura or anywhere in the aura it indicates this heavy density beings being, again, I don't believe they're in you, but I do believe they're either associated with the land, your house, a pet, or someone else you're living with. 
I see. Very, very interesting. I'm going to have to, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to look into that, definitely. Um, now, before we close out, I want to talk about your book that you're about to be released, The Secret to Everything series. Um, the first one is going to be Secret to Everything, Lyme and Autoimmune, right? Yeah, we just finished the cover, and I don't know if my daughter posted it up, but it should be like this week or this weekend. Um, yeah, so one of the things that we found with our technology um, including you, is whether you're a baby or whether you're 80 or whether you're 40, it doesn't matter. Everybody pull, is pulling for Lyme. And I don't know if you've had anyone on that's talked about that whole, like, I think they're spraying it. That's my theory. I don't know how. I've had someone that talked about weaponized ticks that spread Lyme, oh, yes. okay, okay. But everybody's testing for Lyme. So, and, and we are like, oh, we're so sick. We're so tired. We're so tired of being sick. So it really covers, you know, Epstein-Barr. It covers all the autoimmune. It covers fibromyalgia. It covers all the, like, everybody. I mean, almost everybody has aspects of some of those things, you know, and, that we're finding. We're actually seeing the frequency signature coming up, uh, which again, doesn't, I'll tell you, I really don't want to say the word, but um, it starts with an E, B, O, L, A. <laughs> We're finding a big uh, marriage. We're seeing the frequency signature of that word I just spelled right. with Lyme uh, coming up again together. So I think the weaponized diseases that are being introduced through food, through water, whatever they're doing, spraying, it, it's serious. I think it's serious. I think it's some type of uh, calling. I almost saw the whole virus thing we just went through as some type of, and the weather wars as some type of calling. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would definitely have to agree with you. So um, what, you know, what advice can you give people with everything going on right now? You know, you mentioned that you know, possibility of biological weapons, you know, I think we've been poisoned for our whole lives, um, you know, just so we can't achieve some of these things that we're talking about tonight, you know, some of these own consciousness abilities that we have. So for people that are just kind of realizing how screwed up the world is and they want to heal themselves, they want to get in touch with some of this stuff, what would you say uh, some advice for these people would be? You know, and again, unfortunately, I'm, I can't be like most people and give you generalized advice because even though you might have these same signatures, your path to wellness is going to be very specific. My body has a huge affinity for herbs. Um, oh, I wanted to tell you, can I tell you really quick? All of course. You're allergic. <laughs> you came up allergic to so many things I wanted to share. So um, how do you feel overall zero to a hundred? Give me a number. How well overall you feel like emotionally, mentally, you know, physically. Oh, I'd say probably a good 75, 80%. That's better than most. That's probably your, uh, and I would give credence, maybe you would too, to some of your spiritual practices and, you know, spiritual connection. But um, on a physical level, I think you could be 99, 100 if you stopped eating corn products. If you, um, you're highly allergic, this is so funny. Most people are allergic to dogs. I mean, I have a number of them, but I don't care. Um, everyone tests allergic to latex. You're also allergic to latex or plastic, like plastic grocery bags, you know, the, the gloves that everybody was wearing mm. with, you know, the virus thing going on. Uh, you're highly allergic to peanuts, common allergy, um, grass, dairy, garlic, uh, animal fat, green beans, cats, tomatoes, basically everything. Cats. Um, oh no, I got a, I got my, my Leo. He stays God, right next to me. <laughs> yeah, I love cats too. That does not surprise me. You have, yeah, we don't get into that. Okay. So, yeah. um, wheat, eggs, penicillin, everybody tests allergic to penicillin or sensitive. We could use the word 
cheese, perfumes, pollen, barley, coffee. Are you a coffee drinker? Occasionally, not much. That's good. So you won't miss that. Um, yeah. So those are some of the things that you're. Um, Very interesting. Also, I think you have a blood. Have you eaten tonight? Today, yes, I have. Yes. Have Earlier. you eaten a lot? Have you eaten some No, protein? I haven't eaten. I haven't eaten much. No, not today. Okay. So I was wondering, and again, you know, that's where the tag, sometimes we have to communicate with the client because it's showing stress on the pancreas. But again, I would, I would want to check that other times to see if that was a acute thing because, you know, maybe you haven't eaten a lot of protein or if you're heading into kind of like a type two or hypoglycemic kind of condition. So we'd want to look at that again. Um, Sorry, I know you want to go, but I'm trying to find something. There's no, there's no rush at all. Go ahead. Oh, I know what I want to ask you. I'm sorry. I sure. think we're just like having a little chit chat, but that's okay. Um, have you ever been genetically tested? Because we do genetic testing, no, but I, I can already tell something about you. So are you familiar with MTHFR, MTRR? No, I'm not. The folate stress disorders. I want you. This is so important for you. So most of us that are of European or European mixed descent, about 60% have either one or two copies of this defunct gene, which is tends to make us maybe a little depressed or anxious or obsessive compulsive or perfectionistic. It shows different in different people. Again, we're all individual, but you are showing signs that you have this MTHFR, MTRR gene. So my suggestion to you, and we can talk about it later off you know, camera too, I'd be happy to help you, is that if you added a few supplements you could get to that probably 99, hundred pretty quick. I mean, different person. When we help people with these genetic disorders that they have switched on and off, or we have switched on and off because it's a stress disorder. We can't handle folate, which does like 6,000 things in the body. Uh, you can see how that would affect you hormonally, mentally, emotionally, energetically. Uh, but when we fix that, when we, you know, get it back right, people's lives change. Like you, sometimes we don't even know, like you think you're 80. I bet you're not 80. I bet if we got you healthier, you'd be like, I thought I was 80, but I was really like 40 because right. we don't know if you've never been up here. How do you know what up here feels yeah, like? Yeah, you're right. Exactly. So anyway, those are just some other things. Sorry. Had no, no. Thank you so much. I, I really appreciate that. Um, yeah, I'm definitely interested in, in finding out more because, um, you know, I'd love to, <laughs> to, to be at that 90, 100% level. That would be, that would be absolutely amazing. Um, now, before you head out, um, if people are interested in finding out more about you, your work, your books, what's the best way they can do so? You know, my daughter just said, mom, it's pretty good. I know you complained a lot over the years, but you have a huge library of workout on the internet that people can easily find you. So nice. you can either type in my business name, secret to everything, secret to everything.com is my website. We have free gifts. We have free classes. We're going to be putting more free gifts, more free classes. Uh, we have the scans available there. Like I did many, 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 I mean, you probably wouldn't have wanted me to keep talking. <laughs> so I'll do, I'll record it privately for you. The rest of it. If oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I did it. Um, but yeah, so this is just a taste. Like I, we could have gone into his programming and we could have gone into what's happening at night and we could have gone into actually, I can tell you whether you were in bleak, whether you were in abandoned or if you are in the SSP, how many times you were 20 and backed, what, beans are in your bedroom but beans are i mean we can tell you know anything you want to know well i definitely love to have you back on because this was fascinating i mean we're gonna have to oh, talk so about sweet. we're gonna have to talk about so much more yeah this was great oh well, you're you're a great host and you i mean you are just i just can i i'm just gonna talk directly to you because it's who i am but um i just want to encourage you you are like totally on path but you're still holding yourself back like however 
amazing you think you are or your new abilities or your new connections. Like there's so much more for you. And it's so close. Um, you're really super old soul. You are so powerful and so gifted and so connected. Your soul family outside of here, like adores you. You have this amazing, amazing, like million of your history. It's so fascinating. So I just want to encourage you to keep going and And there's just so much more expansion for you out there. And thank you for doing this work. I'm going to, I can't wait to watch all your interviews. I'm so excited to, you know, find cool people. So thank you. Yeah. And I think I was just muted when I was just talking right now, but yeah, uh, thank you so much. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going to continue to explore the path I'm on. And, um, that was really amazing. And, um, you know, some of the information you said about myself, you know, really, really rung true. And, um, I want to thank you for that. And like I said, I'd love to have you back on sometime in the future to talk more. There's tons of stuff we could talk about. Yeah, you and I could really go deep, right? Definitely <laughs> so, definitely so. Else, right? Or we yes. could do a panel. Can you imagine a panel? That'd be oh, great yeah, too. yeah. We could do it, man. There's so much we could talk about. It'll but Dr. Kimberly, yeah. thank yeah, you thank so you. much for coming on, and um, we'll have you back on soon. Until next time, everyone else, have an excellent evening.